بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله previously we were discussing the surah al-fatiha Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts of the surah alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lord of the worlds every single species of creation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created it Allah protects it Allah nourishes it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fosters it from the very inception right till the final completion the word alamin we translate as the worlds what is this world that we see in front of us what a vast world it is so many parts of the world have not yet been covered as yet if you look at the ocean and look at how many species of creation in the ocean every single species allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created that species allah protects it allah nourishes it allah fosters it allah ta'ala takes care of it every single species of creation different creations have got different demands different requirements but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has facilitated for everything that is how great allah is so when you look at the different species of creation always ponder over this it is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has created this this has become so huge it has become so big once it was so small how did it become big it didn't just automatically happen no it is allah that is the rabb allah that is the creator allah is the protector the more you ponder the more you think the more you reflect the more you speak the more your conviction increases the more your marifat and your recognition of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases the more you become closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this entire galaxy that we see is only one world ulama explained there are thousands of worlds besides this which we do not see and we do not know of and remember we believe in the unseen yu'minuna bil ghaib we are not like the scientists that we only believe in things that we see no you get the world of the malaika there's a whole galaxy of malaika and angels that is an entire topic on itself to discuss the different angels and the different duties that they have got so that is an entire world in itself an entire galaxy who is taking care of that galaxy who has created it it is allah then you get the world of the jinn suratul jinn there's an entire surah that is named after the jinnat this is an entire world itself this is a whole different species of creation like how you've got human beings you get different types of human beings you get different types of jinns also so who is created that who is taking care of that it is again allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then you get the alam of barzakh you get the world where the people after they pass away there's an entire different world that is there and that world there's some people that are in comfort some people in luxury some people in punishment so that's another world so like that ulama explained there are thousands of worlds there are thousands of galaxies whether you see it you don't see it you know it you don't know about it allah is the rob of all of that every single species of creation the smallest creation the largest creation it is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is protecting it is allah ta'ala that is fostering it is allah that is taking care allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not forgotten any species of creation
He's not forgotten it. He knows very well where that species is, exactly what its requirements are. Allah is protecting it and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking care of it till its prescribed time. So no person can leave this dunya, Allah wa inna nafsal lan tamuta hatta tastakmila rizqaha. No person can, no soul, no species of creation can leave this dunya until it does not finish its risk, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained for it. That's why sometimes before people pass away, they'll ask you, you know, they want to drink something or they want to eat something. They'll drink that water or that milk or they'll eat that thing. And shortly after, they'll pass away. They have to finish their rosy. They have to finish their sustenance and then go from this dunya. No one can go from this dunya without finishing their sustenance. No one can take away what Allah has ordained for you, what Allah has prescribed for you, what Allah has decided for you. No one can take it away. And what has not been ordained for you, what has not been already decided for you, there's no way you can get that also. So what is the point in then stressing about things? What is the point about worrying about things? When you know what is there for you has to come to you. And what is not there for you can never come to you. Whether you chase after it, whether you stress about it, whether you scream, you cry, whatever you do, everything is whatever Allah has decreed, whatever Allah has willed. So that is Rabbil Alameen. It is a very broad message if a person ponders over it. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim The All-Gracious, the All-Merciful. Now these both words refer to the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the first rahman is very, very comprehensive. That means that being whose mercy is comprehensive, it covers everything. Every single thing requires the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything, every species of creation, everything ar-rahman, it is Allah's rahmat, Allah's mercy. And Ar-Rahim is that being whose mercy is complete and perfect. One is it's comprehensive. Something can be comprehensive but may be deficient. But this Allah's Rahmat is comprehensive and it's not deficient. It is complete and it is perfect. So Allah Ta'ala brought Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Someone may think to themselves that Allah is Rabbul Alameen. Allah has created all this entire universe. He's created every species of creation. Why? Why did Allah Ta'ala create it? Why does Allah Ta'ala can just destroy everything? He can destroy all of us. Allah doesn't need us. He doesn't need our ibadat. He doesn't need anything of us. So it is His rahmat and His mercy. Why is Allah Ta'ala keeping everything intact? Why is He protecting it? Why is He taking care of it? It is His mercy. He's Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. He's the All-Merciful. You know, sometimes shaitan, he tries to make you despondent. That's one of shaitan's very strong weapons he uses against us. Where he creates despondency in us. No, you're a loser. You're a failure. You won't come right. You're sick now. you finish. You're doomed. Always think of Allah's Rahmat. Allah's mercy. Keep Allah's mercy. Even if you've committed a sin, don't become despondent. Don't lose hope. Allah's mercy is very great. Your sin is nothing in front of the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your problem is nothing in front of the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever the problem be, whatever the situation be, keep Allah's rahmat before you. Allah is ar-Rahman, ar-Rahim. He will not abandon you. He will not leave you. He will not 
disgrace you. He will not humiliate. No, Allah is there. If something is happening in your life also, there is a reason, there is a purpose, there is a hikmah, there is a wisdom. You may not understand it. You will never understand it. Because you are a human being, your mind is so narrow. You have got limitations. Your understanding has got limitations. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has got wisdom in everything. So sometimes it may be a setback. It may be a calamity. But remember, sometimes Allah is taking you back. Because through this now, Allah is going to take you forward. You know, often in life, you got to go backwards first. You got to go through some setbacks. You got to go through some difficulties. But that is actually an opening for many, many more victories, for many more conquests. The difficulty is actually an opening. So this is Allah's rahmat and Allah's mercy. And Allah Ta'ala has started the surah and He spoke about the rahmat and mercy because remember throughout your life, the most important thing you need is the rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To solve any problem, anything, any sickness, any problem, any difficulty, you need Allah's rahmat. Don't ever put your gaze on yourself. Don't put your gaze on your amal. Sometimes a person is doing a lot of amal, or he may be a good person, or he may be in deen, or he may be an alim, or whatever. Leave all that one side. You need Allah's rahmat. You need Allah's mercy for every single moment of your life, every single difficulty. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one hadith he mentioned, لَيْ يُنْجِيَ مِنْ أَحَدَ مِنْكُمْ عَمَلُهُ Remember it is not your actions that will bring najat. Don't think to yourself, you know me, I'm something, or I'm someone, or I'm affiliated to a certain group, or I'm a alim, or I got knowledge, or I'm in the masjid, or I'm a musalli. No, don't think like that. That is Allah's rahmat and mercy, and His tawfiq, that He gave you tawfiq to be there. If it wasn't His mercy and His fuzzle and grace, you would have not been there. Keep your gaze on His rahmat. So Nabi Kareem mentioned that it is not your amal, remember, it is not your amal that will bring you najat and bring you safety. That is even in this dunya also. Don't think it's because of my amal now, I'll be protected or my children. No. Nabi said, It is not your amal that will bring you najat. In the akhirat, when you go from this dunya, when you go in the khabar, it's not your amal. Sahaba radiallahu anhum asked, You also, o Rasulullah sallallahu you know our amal are deficient. Our, our sincerity is deficient. We know we can understand our amal will not bring us salvation. What about you? Nabi Sassam said, Wala ana, even myself also. It's not my amal. It's not my actions. I'm not putting my trust on my actions. Only if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enshrouds me and covers me with His rahmat and His mercy. If Allah's rahmat and Allah's mercy is with me, then I will be safe. Then I will be protected. Then there's salvation for me. But if Allah's rahmat and Allah's mercy is not with me, then I will be doomed and I will be destroyed. So remember always the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when you understand this, then you'll always try to get the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You'll try to get the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't know what good deed you're going to do, that you're going to get the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one very, very effective way to get the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Nabi Sallallahu mentioned, Ar-Rahimun yarhamuhumur rahmanu tabaraka wa ta'ala. Those who show mercy and compassion, 
to the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever form of mercy you can show to any person, even if it is just you make dua for that person, you heard the person is in a calamity, predicament, in a problem, or any Muslim throughout the world, you just sat down one, two minutes, you raise your hands, you make dua, Allah have mercy on those people. Allah, you show them, send your rahmat, send your help to those people. Inshallah, if you show mercy to the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send his rahmat to you. And that is the most important thing you need in your life. And the most important measures you need to take is those measures by which you will bring down the rahmat and the mercy of Allah. May Allah grant us the true understanding. Wa akhru da'wana alhamdulillah.